What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the North Shore Nine post game show. I'm Jim. With me tonight is Doug. Doug, we got a Pirates win over the Cubs to talk about. I mean, I'm on the post game show. What what else do you expect when I'm on the post game show? But another Pirates win. That's all we do when, when we're Brian. together. When we're <laughs> together, we just it's just all wins. It's all wins. wins is what we talk about. So. Um, and tonight was a fun one. Uh, I mean, the, the house of horrors for the Pirates this season. Uh, they haven't been able to do anything. And they actually haven't won a game at Wrigley all year long until tonight. And and they were they were facing Justin Steele, who Cy Young candidate, probably going to finish top yeah, three. Top three at least. Yeah, yeah, three or four. Um, and the Pirates, they looked terrible against them to begin with. Um, you know, he was rolling through uh, the first few innings. He struck out six in the first three innings. Like Andre Jackson through those first three innings. Yeah, no, he looked, he looked <laughs> great. Like Andre, inning, he looked like Andre Jackson in the fourth inning. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Uh, Pirates end up getting to him. He doesn't record an out in the fourth inning. We'll we'll get to all of this, but man, yeah, it was it was pretty incredible. I. You know, I noticed during the game, I was like, I remember us doing this, you know, against some other good pitchers too. And I looked it up, and you know, they they knocked Spencer Strider out in the third inning. Right. They knocked Zach Gallen out in the fourth inning. They knocked Justin Steele out in the fourth inning uh, today. So like, they've been. I think we beat Blake Snell. Beat Blake Snell. I, I don't yeah. Know so how, you know, I can't remember how badly we, you know we roughed him up, but yeah. You know. Basically, the Pirates just need to face better pitching, is what and it sounds like. Problem, right. Yeah, because <laughs> what are our poison is is 100 year old guys coming off the disabled list who have had you know four or five bad starts you know the patrick corbin's uh, uh there was someone else you know a flight uh, uh dallas keichel <laughs> you know these these guys we can't you know they're, they're throwing perfect games into the sixth inning yeah send up zach gallant no problem hey, justin Steele, sit down right <laughs> yeah wild wild yeah. um yeah. mitch keller got the start for the pirates today uh, and he also looked pretty good, you know, to, to start the game. The Cubs did, you know, score the first run of the game in the second inning. Cody Bellinger doubled uh, and he was hit in on a Seiya Suzuki single, um, which Brian Hayes made a really good play on that one to, to get Suzuki kind of wandering off first base. But uh, the Cubs took a one nothing lead early. And uh, like I said, we mentioned the Pirates bats were just, it was looking like it was going to be a, another game like yesterday almost yeah. where it, the, the offense was just going to do nothing and strike out. Right. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. First inning strike. Uh, there was one, two, two strikeouts in the first inning strikeout in the second inning, two strikeouts in the third. So yeah, Justin Steele had them, uh, had them in a bind, but in the fourth inning, uh, one of the better innings I've seen the Pirates have, uh, and, they they batted around. Cabrian Hayes led off with a single. Connor Joe singles. 
Jack Sawinski singles. So that ties the game up. Triolo singles, Davis singles, and Davis is what it was a hell of an at bat that he put together. Yeah, that really um, was a good at bat. Yeah. Two run single from Davis. Uh, another single by Piguero. Like the, the offense just torched, just single Justin Steele to death. I mean, that's one, two, three, four, five, six straight singles. Right. To and start this is a team that does not string hits together. And, and we, you know, with six hits strung together without Brian Reynolds, you know what I'm saying? Like this was the, mm-hmm. you know, getting toward the bottom part of the order, which has been an easy, easy part of the order for teams to navigate here in the past, recent past and yesterday. Right? So, yeah, it was, and it was, it was good because you got contributions from, you know, guys that you know are going to be here next year. Hayes and I mean, Sawinski is our friend and then young guys, you know, uh, young guys that you're not sure about Baguero and Triolo and then young guy that you're counting on and Henry David. I mean, it was, you just, you know, you couldn't have asked. Like I said, it was one of the better innings that this team has had. And, and it might've been one of the better ones they had all season, really. Yeah. And then after all of those singles, uh, it's all capped off by a three run Homer by Joshua Palacios, uh, his ninth home run of the season. Palacios, you, they, they put him in the leadoff spot tonight against a left-handed pitcher, and you're like, I don't really know what Shelton's thinking here. But, but right. it it <laughs> paid off. I mean, the homer wasn't against Steele. This was after it was he was taken out. But uh, Palacios, three-run homer, and that you know, that made it a 7-1 game at that point with Keller on the mound and rolling. You felt pretty good about the rest of this one. Yeah, you did. You thought, okay, he's just got to throw strikes which he did, <laughs> but uh, he, he sort of missed the, uh, you know, the, the, the spirit of, of the instruction to just throw strikes and not throw meatballs, just, you know, throw strikes. But yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know what to say about Josh Palacios. I mean, the whole, <laughs> once again, it's September and I don't know a damn thing about this team. I don't know one thing for sure next year, <laughs> you know? So um uh, enjoy it, embrace it. Um, yeah, I, it was it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. You're right. And then uh, Keller goes off the rails. And you know, I know that uh, you guys love to talk about Keller. And well, it was soft contact, not tonight. <laughs> Six well, of those were 102 mile off the bat. So yeah, before we get into Keller, let's spend a little bit more time on um, on Palacios here. Okay. You know, we. I, I mean, you guys just discussed uh, him on Starbucks. Yeah. Topic for discussion. Uh, Donardo and I talked about him on Monday. Um, you know, it's it's pretty exciting. Like he's an exciting player to watch. Yeah, yeah, you is. love rooting for him. He comes through in big moments. But I mean, you look at the rest of his game, and he's he's not really a good baseball player. It's just he comes through like when you need him to. So, is is someone first off? Is that is that a sustain? Is that an actual thing? Like, is is Joshua Palacios just a clutch performer? Right? right. Is that a thing? That and, stuff and usually yeah. balances out, right? I mean. Uh, last year, Brian Reynolds couldn't get on, couldn't get a hit with anybody on base. This year, he hits, you know, it, it but, you know, every time we keep saying he's not a good player, uh, what did he have? Two hits tonight, right? Two Johnson, hits tonight, three, three RB. Yeah. I think his OPS now is up to about 689, 690. I, I know that's not good. I know that's, I, it little, okay. Yeah, not much 674, that. 674. Oh, that must yeah. have been, okay. Well, all right. 
So not so good, right? But it was 660, yeah. I think, you know, not too long ago when we were having this conversation. It is headed in the right direction. Does he just need more playing time? Is it, you know, is it is it more work in the cage with Andy Haynes? <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's um, I'm I'm not a believer by any means, but I'm going to stop dismissing him, <laughs> right? Because it just seems like uh, every time, I, or maybe I continue to dismiss him because every time I say, "Man, I know he's terrible," but man, that was a fun hit, or that was a fun game to watch with him, and he comes back with two more. So, yeah, uh, it, it's. You know, I mean, you know, we had sort of had a similar conversation you and I did just the other day about Andahar, and, and I don't know where he fits in on the lineup or on, you know, on the roster. But uh, this, I think I think you said it best. Hey, if he starts, you know, I mean, we keep him in the organization and start him out at AAA and mm-hmm. see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. I mean, I. I, I... You still got to look at the overall body of work. And I said, outstanding player to watch. I have a lot of fun watching Joshua Palacios. He's, he's a, he's an enjoyable player. Yeah, some of the um, best moments. And, and I wish, yeah, like I wish he was better. Like yeah. it's just, yeah, I don't think yeah. you can roll with him going in the next year. No, no, no you, I, you cannot count on him for any kind of significant contribution. Right. I mean, again, yeah. if, you know, in April, somebody goes down, he comes up for 10 days. That's fine. Right. right. That's, that's fine. Um, if, if your pencil limit is the fourth outfielder, I, I think you're uh, not trying very hard on this season. Yeah. But today, well, back to today, he yeah, was great. Today. Two yeah, hits, exactly. a back home run. Game hey, in the post-game show. And played a huge role in today's win. So, um, so yeah, let's let's kind of head back there. So the Pirates, you know, cap off that fourth inning with that Palacios homer. It's seven to one now. Uh, you're feeling good. Keller's rolling. Um, Keller, even in the fourth, uh, you know, they, they, he responds to that seven spot with a one, two, three bottom of the fourth. So, you know, exactly what you want to see from him. Uh, and then in the fifth, Jared Triolo, who Doug, it was you and me who were talking about this the other day. Like if Jared Triolo, if he could just hit a little bit and get maybe like a 700 OPS, then like, you're talking about a useful guy. And what's Jared Triolo. That was his second so second homer of the year. Right. Uh, he went three for five today. Right. Played a solid second base. OPS now up to six ninety. He's like right there on the precipice. Like this is what I mean. Like when I when when like if he can just hit a little bit, right. he can be a very useful guy. He was very useful today. Right, and and again, you know, he hit the home run, but his singles were were actually hard hit singles you know they were too hot to handle type thing this wasn't what he was doing when he first came up when it just he blooped everything in you know over the middle infield um and again he's so versatile defensively and when kebrian hayes is your third baseman and you have some some injury concerns and you want to make sure he gets rested um you really would like to have you know not a a major drop off defensively Okay, you know, I mean, Cabron Hayes is so special there, but um, and and he's perfect for that. I mean, it's you know, he could play some first base, you know, give Key a rat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was terrific tonight. I mean, he was just just terrific. He hit the ball hard. You make contact, good things happen. And uh, right, if he could, if he could just continue on with that, um, yeah. I, I, I the more I watch him, the more I I like him. The more I want to, you know, hope he succeeds and hope he's a part of this team moving forward. 
yeah, I think I think he could definitely play a pivotal role uh, on this on this team going you know going forward. So, uh, but yeah, great game from him today. Three for five. He's getting a little bit of playing time here down the stretch, and he is uh, he's he's looked pretty good since his since his call up. So, um, so Pirates head into the bottom of the fifth. They're up eight to one. Mitch Keller's on a roll. Uh, he's just pitched you know three scoreless innings. Well, three, yeah, two scoreless innings, but three out of four scoreless innings. Been looking good. Uh, and then Christopher Morell hits a hanging sweeper uh, 440 feet out of Wrigley Field onto, I think that's Waveland back Waveland. there behind yeah. behind the left field bleachers. So Morell crushes this ball. You're still feeling good, though. It's like, ah, eh, well, you know, whatever. Right. It's, it's one, one pitch. Run. Who cares? Good yeah, eight to, eight to two. Um, <laughs> but then... You know, some more troubles. Single, single, hit by pitch. You load the bases, and guess who's up? Yeah, Ted Williams, right? <laughs> he might as well Pirates. be. Versus the Pirates. Ian Happ might as well be Ted Williams. Right. Um, and Ian Happ does the most predictable thing ever in that yeah. he hits a grand slam, and, and we've got a ball game again. Yeah, oh, I know. It's eight to six. And I, I remember right before that started, I think we're. I'm like, you cannot give this game away. I mean, but this is it, it, when it's eight to two. I mean, you think, oh, you, you know, you're not worried, but I'm just like, they cannot lose this game. They cannot lose this game. And next thing you know, it's eight to six, and I'm like, oh, you know, and, and you know, it's just Keller is another, you know, confounding, confounding guy. I mean, in his ERA now is four point two five. How did that happen? I mean, I mean, he said. He's had a lot of rough starts, and I remember you and I were in the in the post game chat. We weren't we weren't doing the show, but we were in the chat one day. This was like in May, and he had won the game. But I'm like, eh, are we starting to get concerned? He's had a couple shaky starts, and he told me to bite my tongue. <laughs> and 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 then from there, it just got worried. Then he went into that terrible stretch. Mm-hmm. You can see it coming, you know. So I, I hope. I, I don't know. I it, it seems to me he, there's something missing there with him. It, I don't know if I don't want to. I said he was soft in the discord and, and I don't know if I you wanna, did, you were, you were, so, well, he's, you know, it's frustrating about him is like two years ago, this wouldn't have bothered me as much, but now we've seen how good he can be. Right. So yeah. where, why does it keep going away? You know, it, it's, he, he's, he's turning into the pitching version of Jack Sawinski. Now you look at the overall number, you know, he's got 205 strikeouts and he's got this many innings and he's got this and he's won. I think he's won 13 games. Did he win? Yeah. So he, uh, he did. He got the win today, so he's thirteen perfect and nine. Why, yeah, yeah. A perfect example of why mm-hmm. win is not a, a great stat. But um, I, I mean, you know, uh, uh, again, like just like looking at Jack Swinsky, the numbers there they look pretty good. I mean, we would like a better WHIP and ERA, of course, but they're still. It's just, you know, I mean, he's he's our best pitcher. Or, you know, except maybe when Oviedo pitches a little better, you know. So uh, I, I'm dying to see consistency from him. Um, so I think here's here's my thing on this. And I, in no means am I blaming any of this really on Mitch Keller because I think he has been really, really good. And he's been asked to shoulder a lot of weight to this year. Absolutely. Like we mentioned the innings, right? Like he is, he's up to 188 innings. Now he's going to finish the season with over 200 innings. Uh, the strikeouts, by the way, it's, you know, 200th strikeout today. So that was, you know, that was neat to see. We haven't had a pitcher do that in a while. Uh, but 
and, and what I mean by shoulder a lot of weight is if this team had a fully stocked rotation and you had five guys that you could rely on to give you five plus innings day in and day out, I think Mitch Keller's numbers would, and, and you know, I think you would feel a lot better about it because I feel there have been a lot of instances and today included where if the pirates didn't need innings out of Mitch Keller, like he would have been out earlier. Like he yeah, wouldn't have I, given I mean, up. Seven I do. You do make a really today, good point. There. Right. There, there would be times where you would just say, all right, you know, now I think part he's got a streak now, 30 consecutive games with five innings. Um, Paul Mahalam was the last guy that did that for the pirates. So, uh, and that's not always like a good thing because the, no, no, a few no. of those times, a few of those times that he's, he was asked were, to go five. Th- like, that's yeah. They, that's the point I'm getting at. It's right. They've, 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 they've kept running him out there because man, if he doesn't go five or six innings, uh, you know, the, the bullpens, you know, there was points in the season where the bullpen certainly wasn't going to get you there. And then it's like, and tomorrow we have, you know, TBA pitching or TBD or you know, one of those guys. So um, yeah, he's been asked to do a lot. And, uh, and, and again, you know, not every pitcher, most pitchers develop evolve over seasons into a really, really good pitcher. You know, they, they don't all, all start out like Verlander winning rookie of the year. Uh, uh, you know, they, they, it, it takes a while and, and consistency is the hardest thing to attain in baseball. Um, it, you know, it's the difference between, you know, good and great. And, and uh, so, you know, again, we're, we're pirates and we're desperate and we need our best players to be our best players, but uh, there's still a lot of relatively young guys here. Mitch Keller is one of them. Uh, it's a, it, you know, baseball season is a long season. He's asked me to do a lot. It's probably wearing on him. So it's, it's understandable. Um, you have an eight to one lead and right. The idea here is to throw strikes, right. <laughs> you know, and, and just kind of get, you know, you know, hopefully you're going to get two, three innings out of them, more innings at least, but yeah, you got hit hard. And like, then, then it was, you know, uh, Ian Happ and, and, and we all know how that was going to turn out. So, um, you know, it, it's fine. It, it's, it's part of it. I mean, again, he picked the perfect day to, to blow up a little, right? Because in the next inning, uh, we, you know, we answered is, I mean, it, it, it's so non-typical for a Pirates team to come back and put up three more runs. Um, so, you know, it, all's well that ends well, as Shakespeare once said. Yeah, I, it was a, it was a great response by the offense, right? So you know, eight to six after that fifth inning, the, the, you know, it's a, it's a new game again. You know, the Pirates are up by two, but you're, I mean, you're feeling like uh, I'm not yeah. feeling so good about this I'm one anymore. Feeling very nervous like, at this point. I've, I've seen the Pirates blow some games, yeah, uh, and then they answer that that that. Uh, I mean, there was what a five spot that the Cubs put up in the fifth. They answer that with a three spot in the sixth. Um, Palacios with a single, uh, he scores on a Brian Reynolds ground ball. Uh, and then Connor Joe hits a two run homer, his 11th homer of the season. Um, he puts the pirates up 11 to one at, uh, I'm sorry, 11 to six at that point. And yeah, I want to kind of talk about Connor Joe for a little bit too. We can kind of pause and talk about him. I feel like, you know, we, we talked too about like, players playing in their roles. Right. And and that's what we talked about. Jason delay and like excelling in that role that he's in Connor Joe, probably a guy who's being asked to do a little bit more than what you'd necessarily like him to do. And 
while you saw the drop off when you started seeing him play every single day uh, from where he was at the beginning of the first half of the season, April, May, um, he's really put together like a, a solid last few weeks. Like he's putting together good at bats today, three for five. He, I, I didn't even realize this 28 doubles on the year now for Connor yeah, Joe. Yeah. Um, that, that was a shocking number to me. So, you know, he hit 28th double of the year today, 11th Homer. Um, I, I he's a, you don't want him playing first base. I don't think you want him as a first baseman, but yeah. like as a fourth outfielder who can, who can go in and plug and play, like you can't ask for much more than, no, than what no, Connor right, Joe's right. if, if, Exactly. He's been outstanding in the role that he should be in. Right. Like I said, when we ask him to do too much, he, he you know, he's not able to, um, but again, you get great at bats from him most of the time. Uh, and, given how this team strikes out so much, it's nice to see somebody, you know, at least working to count. Um, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he, he hit the ball hard today. You know, the, the double was just, I mean, that was just ripped into the, into the gap like that. He, uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm not mad if he, if he starts a, a game in left field and a game in right field, well, I guess, best, you know, a, a game or two a week and then, you know, comes in and pitch hits and switches and, you know, whatever does a couple of things at first. Beautiful. Um, uh, I, I, I I mean, he's the reason why Palacios can't be on the team, right? Because he's a better fourth outfielder. Right? Yeah, he, yeah, he, he is. He's, he, yeah, and I mean, like I said, he's probably getting overextended a little bit. He's he's going to end up somewhere around 500 plate appearances when it's all said and done. And he probably is someone that you'd like getting around 300, right? So, something in that that area. Yeah, but I mean, he's going to play 130 plus games. He's going to get a bunch of plate appearances. Uh, the weighted runs created plus after today is sitting at 102. So again, not that's that's not what you want out of like an everyday corner outfielder, but like you'll take that out of a fourth outfielder who can play pretty pretty decent defense when he's out in the field as well. Right, and if he's batting a little further down the lineup, I have no problem. You know, it's, it, you know, if he comes in and he's playing, and, and like you said, it's it's you know twice a week or something. You know, you're like, okay, he's batting seventh. He's no easy out. This is, you know, gives some depth to the lineup. Um, fantastic. I got no no problems with it. I, I really actually um, enjoy watching him play, and and I have hope. I believe that he can get a hit each time he comes up or get on base. And yeah. uh, you know, we've we've gone years without having a lot of guys like that. So. Yeah, I'm seeing some comments here about like not paying Joe next year. Connor Joe's. This, he's likely to be a super two guy um, just based off of his service time. But you're talking about like $1.25 million maybe for, right. for a guy who's given that type of production. Like that's yeah. nothing. It's that's nothing. For him. Right. That's yeah. a, I mean, those are the kind of players. <laughs> yeah. that, you know. That's those are the guys you want. The guys you, you can get this type of production it, from. It, and pay the just kind of player that bucks. All the other teams have a couple of, right. When you look at their lineups, they've got guys with 12 or 13, you know, we, you know, I mean, they've got guys with 20 home runs and we have guys with four, you know? So yeah. Um, sign me up for more, more Connor Joe. So, yeah, I, I think you can, I think Connor Joe is 100% definitely on next year's roster. Like, yeah, no, definitely should be. Yes, the, the price should be right. His versatility is good. He has a skill set we need. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Pick up where we left off, 11 to 6, heading into the bottom of the sixth. Uh, Keller comes back out after that 
five run inning. And yeah. again, just kind of going, just going back to what I mentioned, like when right. you have two starting pitchers, you just have to get the most that you possibly can out of Keller and Oviedo. So Keller probably shouldn't have come out for the sixth, but he does. He gets two outs, gives up a double to some guy named Master Bunny, Master, Master Booney. Yeah. I don't know, but like right. I never heard of this dude. Never in heard of life. Never heard. Right. <laughs> he gets three <laughs> hits tonight. Yeah. Literally, no idea who that. Like uh, typically, most people, especially within the division, right. I've either seen the name before or I've heard it before. No clue never. who this dude. Same, is. same I think, way. I, I yeah, and, and I think I he just. I think he just spawned like out of nowhere. Like, I, I lived in Chicago five years. I have a bunch. Of, I hate the Cubs and I have a bunch of Cubs, so I pay attention, right? And yeah. no idea, right? He could so, sign saying I played for the Cubs and I wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> yeah. So Master Boney, Master Bunny, Master Boney doubles, um, and he ends up scoring on a Patrick Wisdom single. So uh, you know Ryan Brucky comes in, cleans up the inning, does give, does let that inherited runner score. Uh, so that that ends Keller's night, and yeah, line not necessarily very good five and two thirds he gives up nine hits seven runs walks one strikes out six um one of those strikeouts though his 200th strikeout of the season i think he's one of only five pirates right-handed pitchers to ever do that which is uh just incredible for a franchise that's been around as long as the pirates have so but um, did you know i just uh, on that note the pirates and cubs have played over a thousand times at wrigley field at, just at Wrigley Field. That's you know? wild. <laughs> right. I a mean, thousand. a thousand, over a thousand games. I, I was, oh, Joe Block said that tonight. Uh, I think that it's like the Pirates are have won 1,320 or something like that versus the, the Cubs 1268. Um, hmm. I mean, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, when you, I mean, the teams have been around a long, long time. And yeah. and yeah, to be one of five guys, I mean, you know, how many right-handers have the Pirates had? To be one of five to do something is mm-hmm. uh, so. Uh, hats off to Mitch Keller. Really has been, you know, a, a good season. He's been somebody we can count on. Five large. Yeah, for sure. He's gonna. He'll set the record. I mean, he should pass uh, AJ Burnett's two hundred nine strikeouts. Is the most by a right-hander. So yeah, yeah you got to think. He's got two starts left. I would guess. Two starts left. Yeah. Um, Majinski comes in, uh, finishes up the seventh inning. Uh, Barucki started it. Majinski finishes it. So they get a zero on the board there in the seventh. Carmen Majinski, ERA now below two. I saw, I saw some random account. I, I, I forget who it was. But somebody on Twitter said, um, that Carmen Majinski should get down ballot NL Rookie of the Year votes. <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that one, but no, no, he's no, been yeah, sure. but, very impressive. Right. I, I did not. I would not have predicted that he would have this kind of success. I was looking forward to seeing him. I was glad they converted him to a reliever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my goodness, yeah. I mean, I can, you know, envision him as a closer two years down the road. Now, I mean, he looks that good. Um, yeah. He, he, he doesn't blink. He's got the stuff, you know, he's got everything you want. So. Yeah. He's now, um, this was his, this was his ninth appearance in September. And, uh, eight of those have been scoreless. Uh, also the pirates have won, uh, eight out of those nine games that he's pitched in. So yeah, he's, he's a bit of, he's been a big part of pirates wins lately. Uh, and definitely. Yeah. It, 
once you kind of realized he wasn't going to be a starting pitcher, I think the Pirates did a good thing, you know, making him just a reliever, getting him used to that role, seeing some success in AAA, and then getting him up there, getting him up here as soon as he was ready. He was, I don't know if he was ready before this, but uh, he's been, he's been excellent. I mean, he's just right. He's been terrific. I mean, him and Baguero are two best rookies. And uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of a depressing thing <laughs> in a certain sense, but it sure has been yeah. a pleasant surprise, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you want your seventh inning guy to be the best rookie when you've called yeah. up like eight people this yeah, when, year. When you've but called up top, you know, top prospects, number one right. picks. Yeah. Um, so that um Talk about that on Monday, <laughs> right? Uh, so Pirates do add on to their lead in the ninth. Jared Triolo um, with an RBI single with the bases loaded. Um, Leover Piguero gets a run in on a ground ball. Uh, they strand some some runners there in the ninth, but uh, that that pretty much puts the game out of reach. I think the Pirates would have, you know, they went with Holderman in the eighth. They would have gone with Bednar in the ninth in a four run game, but the Pirates add two runs in that top of the ninth. Uh, and again, that was that was Connor Joe's double, you know, that, that he hit and got stuck in the ivy, which is another cool just little yeah. thing about Wrigley Field. Like <laughs> balls just get stuck in they the wall. Stuck. It just happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys, and, and it's amazing. They can't find them a lot of the times. It's they just they yeah. throw random. There was another instance today where Joshua Palacios like ran into the wall and just got like lost in the ivy. So yeah. it's it's a unique ballpark. Yeah. Uh but yeah, then uh Ninth inning, Hunter Stratton comes in and he gets the most uh, easy going ninth inning that, that we've <laughs> seen in a while. <laughs> yeah, Hunter Stratton gets a one, two, three, ninth inning. So yeah. Pirates win 13 to seven, their first win at Wrigley Field this year. The season series now, um, their second win, they're now two and 10 against the, uh, against the Cubs. So the, yeah, the Cubs are in the playoff chase. Is because right. Of- but this was a this was a fun game. It was an entertaining game. A lot of offense, a lot of back and forth. Pirates played pretty good baseball for the most part. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, you have a chance to you have a chance to spoil the Cubs' season down the stretch right. here. So they play tomorrow. Uh, Johan Oviedo against Kyle Hendricks at right. seven forty. Like if they could take this series, take two Whatever. out of three from the Cubs, that would be take this and then do great. the same thing to the Reds. It would just be awesome. It would just be. I would love it. So, so we'll be uh, we'll be here with the post game show tomorrow for that. Doug, you got anything to add on this one? No, it, it, like I said, it was offensively, it was one of the better games of the season. I mean, it it wasn't just you know a couple random home runs. It was everything. You you got home runs. You had you know doubles. You yeah you, you know ground outs. Everybody contributed. I think everyone had a hit except Delay, and he scored two runs. Um, you know, everybody was part of the action. Um, you, you couldn't, you just couldn't ask for a more uh, enjoyable offensive experience to watch. And they kept adding on, you know, they, they, they was just, just terrific to see, especially after it becoming, you know, a ball game again. And they just turned around and said, Nope, not today. Um, yeah. Good at bats, uh, good hits, everybody contributing. The bullpen did their job. Excellent win against yeah. a team that, you know, dear Lord, it looked like the 27 Yankees when they played. Yeah, no, great win. Great, great game to watch. Um, thanks everyone for, for tuning in. Um, if you, if you commented, appreciate you guys like subscribe, all that good stuff, but yeah, we'll be back here tomorrow with uh, hopefully a series win. Thanks guys.
Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks. Thank <laughs> you.